0: You're listening to the distressedpro.com professional interview series where we bring you actionable advice from professionals on the front line of today's real estate and mortgage note market.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Distressed Pro Professional Podcast Series. And today I'm really happy to have Daniel Bloomgarden and Ivan Kortev. Did I say that okay, Ivan? You said it perfectly. Wonderful. And I've invited them on here to talk about something that we really haven't talked about in the past at distressedpro.com or on this interview series, which is consumer debt. And we spent a lot of time focused on and talking about real estate debt and business debt and that kind of thing in a lot of the content that we produce here. But there is this whole other world of things, which is just general consumer debt. And we're going to dive into that a little bit to understand a bit more about the business of that, how folks make money with it, who's buying it. And then we're going to take a look at a new platform that's just coming to the U.S. now. It's already in, is it in five countries? Yeah, that's correct. It's in five countries already. It's coming to the U.S. now, and probably by the time this recording is out, there will be auctions happening here in the U.S., although if not, then it'll be shortly thereafter. So Daniel is an account manager, dev expert, and Ivan, who is a founder over there. And so thanks for being here, guys. Who wants to talk a little bit about just this market and the size of it and who's in it and how money is made in it.
2: So just first of all, uh, just thanks a lot for inviting us on your podcast. It's really good, great pleasure to be here. So really few words about the backspert, an online debt trading platform that allows to buy and sell the LinkedIn debt account just in a few clicks. On the platform, there are sellers, banks, after lenders, out lenders, other lenders, and buyers, investors, collection agencies, and professional buyers. So as you have said, we've started our business just one year ago in Russia, and we achieved very good results, and now we have 70% market share. We very rapidly became a very big fish in the pound, and we started to expand our web rate in five countries, and recently we entered the United States.
1: Just congrats. That's an impressive run in a short period of time. Thank you. So let's talk a little bit about the market, because as I mentioned, most of the folks who are listening to this, they probably have some real estate background. They may have purchased some real estate notes before. Some of them may have purchased CNI or other you know, business type debt. But again, the consumer finance isn't something we've really talked about very much here. So just Talk, if you could, in broad strokes, talk about how that business works. Who are the sellers? What kind of debt are they selling? What kind of, like, how many pennies on the dollar are you buying it for? I mean, that sort of thing. Help us understand, like, what those trades look like.
2: All right, thanks. So really the market operates, and investors on the market operate in this area. So they purchase delinquent debt accounts for cents on a dollar. And in most cases, they outsource recovery from third-party collection agencies. And that's really a common scheme for the whole world. Maybe I just pass it over to Dan, just provide some examples, because he's extremely experienced in collection industry in the US. So just, Dan, would you just provide an example of healthcare or some other industry? Sure,
0: sure. And also, thank you for having us on here, Brett. So industry average on collections varies depending on what type of debt it is and we're going to be hosting auctions for credit card debts auto loans mortgages medical bills etc so let's use medical for an example usually a portfolio might be purchased for 10 to 12 cents on the dollar and an average liquidation rate or the amount that they are able to collect is around 15 to 18%. So with a million dollar portfolio, a buyer might buy it for a hundred thousand and hope to recoup 150. So that is basically the margins that we're looking at.
1: Okay. I know there's a lot of regulation in this space. What does that look like as a buyer? If you invest in something like this, how do you find who manages, who does the collections? Like what does that side of things look like? Because obviously I'm not, you know, you don't buy a portfolio like that and pick up the phone, right?
0: Right. So some collection agencies themselves are debt buyers, but more often you'll have an investor who purchases a portfolio and looks to outsource the collection work. This is similar to, you know, the landlord property service, property management service relationship. So there's thousands of certified collection agencies in the U.S. and really it depends on how the relationship is made and what fees the collection agencies are looking for. And we can also help steer buyers in the right direction and point them towards collection agencies for that service.
1: And what does that structure look like usually? Is it percentage based or is it volume based or how is the agency compensated?
0: So they usually work on a contingency base and get percentage of what they
1: collect. I see. Okay. And do you have some sense of the market size out there? I think
0: Ivan might be able to handle this one a little better, but it's almost infinite at this time. If you think about it, one in three Americans are currently in collections of some sort.
2: Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. So our our assessment of the market is that around more than $3 billion are invested on a yearly basis into uh, consumer delinquent debt accounts.
1: Okay. And so who do you anticipate seeing on your platform as the buyers and sellers? Who's it best suited for? You know, we have a wide variety of folks for everybody who are from folks who are just looking to learn how to get into bank on real estate or non-performing mortgages to very successful family offices and hedge funds and that sort of thing. So it's really a pretty wide variety of folks to be listening to this. Who are the right Sorts of buyers or even sellers for your platform.
0: So, like you said, the size of everyone varies, and we took that into account with our platform. And by dividing portfolios into pools, there are some smaller ticket portfolios that allow for some of the smaller investors to participate in debt buying. And then there's portfolios that the starting price is is three hundred thousand dollars. So you can buy individual pools or the entire portfolio.
1: And what would be a small size trade on your platform?
0: So we have some pools on there for around 6 to 10,000 which would be the smaller one and this is a great way to sort of get your feet wet if you're new to the sector and want to experiment and see the profitability of buying some portfolios.
1: Okay. And if you were to invest in something small like that, there are agencies out there who will take small portfolios like that to work them?
0: Absolutely. Yes. Collection agencies are looking for as much work as they can get.
1: <laughs> okay. And so in a six to $10,000 trade, how much might that represent? Are we talking about is this a ten cents on the dollar kind of a purchase? Is that a sixty or a hundred thousand dollar face value on that debt?
0: Yes, roughly around that. Yes, it's. Uh,
1: Interesting, and so I'm going to ask you some nitty gritty. So one of the things, like the closest thing to this, is non performing second position mortgages or home equity lines of credit, where yes, it's secured, but it's junior. And so like just the borrower and the integrity of the borrower and all that sort of thing is pretty important. But the other thing that's important is kind of volume. You know, you don't, it's not really advisable to go put all your eggs in like a, often anyway, in a single non-performing second mortgage. You need to spread that, your investment around so that you're not, you don't have all your risk in that one thing. How many accounts are in a package as small as that, that you're talking about?
0: So again, it varies, and you can see this on our platform with each pool, exactly how many accounts are in it, but a trade like that could be 30 accounts in the pool. It could also be 100. It depends on the average size of each debt.
1: Interesting. Well, you mentioned that you have some of that in there in your platform already. Does it make sense for you to, do you have a demo right here handy where you can pop us in there and just share the screen and kind of show us what we might find in there?
0: Absolutely, I'd love to. All right. First of all, here is our landing page, which has some basic company information and history. Then we would log in and I'll take you, I'm already logged in here, under one of the demo accounts. So this is a demo auction that we set up to show prospects how you know the bidding process works and what the auctions look like what you'll see here is this portfolio is divided into three different pools and this is one of the more expensive ones as you see but you can go into each pool and get a lot of detail on what's in there so You'll find the MAST file for that pool, which is a very common term in the collection industry. And it's really the the Excel sheet that has the debtor name, client ID, amount of the debt, all the crucial information that would be needed to collect. Under documents, you'll find any other relevant documents to the collection process, along with a purchase sale agreement that's uploaded by the seller. And you can see here some information about the specific pool. So for instance, this one has 160 different accounts in it. And the total debt is 10 million, but the opening price is around 100,000. Another feature is that anytime before or during the auction, you can chat directly with the seller, if you have any questions.
1: Oh, okay. So just while we're on here, tell me a little bit about what kind of files transfer and how you facilitate that or not. I I think most folks understand when you're buying a note and the different, well, maybe they don't, but the different documents that'll, that'll go with that. But what are the actual documents that you're moving around? How do you do any due diligence on them? And how does the buyer receive those or the rights to collect?
0: Sure. Well, I will open this masked file to give you an idea of what's in included in that. Other documents that might apply are, are judgments, additional medical documents of any kind that would accompany long-term hospital bills. So here's a, a sample of a MAST file. So this is a lot of information when you first look at it, but it's also very, very informative to your collection process. You have the client ID, the credit agreement, the date of birth, gender. As The more information you can provide about each debtor, the higher the chances of collecting the debt. So the more information contained in these files, the better. You can see things like where the credit originated, where the debtor is is located, the total amount of their debt, etc. So in addition to the MAST file, you can see the purchase sale agreement, which would be signed between the buyer and the seller at the end of the auction. And this addresses such things like the transfer of files for money, ensuring that the portfolio the seller sends is what was advertised in this masked file and the other documents. So sometimes in the industry, I've heard stories about swapping out a good portfolio and slipping in some junk accounts there. So those are the kinds of things that we wanted to make sure the buyer has recourse for and if thing were to take place they would be reimbursed with either money or replacement accounts
1: okay so walk me through the process a little bit for from the buyer end of things if i, I come in here i find something that's within sort of my investment range i review the pool and then presumably I get comfortable enough to make an offer, what happens then?
0: So yeah, so you'll make a bid. And as you can see, we're currently winning and winning on these pools, but all you have to do is press the green hammer and it will automatically submit the next minimal increment of bids. So you can also set up an automatic bid where you can put in your maximum price and it will auto anytime you're outbid it'll just automatically place the next incremental for you which okay. our platform is also a mobile app which is a great convenience because you can get notified in real time if you have to change your bid or if someone outbids you or even if a new auction starts that you want to participate in you can do all of that from your phone.
1: Okay. So walk me through then what happens if I'm a successful bidder.
0: So if you actually win the auction and purchase the portfolio or one of the pools within the portfolio, the buyer and seller would as I said sign that purchase sale agreement and they can exchange files in this shared drive here and they can do all their communication in our chat in our chat section which is convenient because it's always stored on our servers for to come back if they need to recheck any information but so at that point the buyer would transfer the money and the seller would send them the files and our platform would invoice whichever party the seller chooses to pay the commission we would invoice them. And our commissions run from 1% to 5% depending on the sale price.
1: Okay. And talk to me just for a minute about what a buyer should expect to find in those files that they're receiving from the seller.
0: So they should expect to find exactly what they've done their due diligence on and decided that they want to bid. So they see this masked file, see that it contains enough information that they think they'll be successful in collecting enough to make a profit, and they will receive exactly that.
1: What I mean, uh, I guess what I mean is there are loan agreements, presumably, there's some sort of transfer of rights. What are, talk to me a little bit about those. As somebody who hasn't traded any consumer debt before, like talk to me a little, a little bit about The actual nuts and bolts of that.
0: Yeah, the actual transfer of ownership.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: So first, we vigorously check that anything being sold is legally allowed to be transferred. The original creditor is still liable for how the collector behaves. That is enforced and regulated by the FDCPA, the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. And we make sure that all of our Platform members strictly abide to these practices, which include not being abusive or threatening legal action if a consumer doesn't pay their debt. There's very strict guidelines to how you can go about collecting a debt. At the end of the auction, the seller will transfer not only the unmasked file, but all the accompanying documents with it.
1: Okay. Okay. And then it's just uh, the rest of it's completed with this purchase and sale agreement, and and this transfers the rights?
0: It transfers the rights and lays out the contract agreement between the buyer and seller so that the buyer has some recourse if the seller doesn't provide exactly what they said they would.
1: Cool. So I appreciate that whole introduction into this world. What questions haven't I asked you about this so far?
0: Well, for one, I I did just want to show this example of purchase-sale agreement. This is just a boilerplate one that we uploaded. So one thing that it's not that you didn't ask it, it's more that I didn't discuss it. Something that I've learned in talking with people in the industry is that for the most part, they've only been able to deal with sealed bid auctions, meaning a blind auction where you submit your highest bid and see what happens. We do offer that type of auction, but in addition, we have two other types. The first is an English auction, which is your typical you know people outbidding each other until the end. And we also have a Dutch auction, which is an interesting option because the seller sets up different stages they usually last a day and on the first stage they ask their highest price and with each day the price drops a little bit so as a buyer you can strategically say i want to buy it on day four for this price but then you run the risk that someone can come in on day three and whoever makes the first bid wins so it's an added benefit that we offer these other kinds of auctions and not just the sealed bid that people are used to.
1: Cool. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I don't know if you know, but I'm an auctioneer and that's a gavel and not a hand. I not know that. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know. But yeah, there's a lot of different variations of auctions that'll produce some some different results. Although auction theory says that regardless of how you approach, you end up, you end up at market value in the end. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's
0: And that's something that we hope by, by centralizing this marketplace that really the market actors will determine and set a fair market
1: price. Yeah. So now what else haven't I asked? Nothing that
0: I can think of. Ivan, is there anything that you wanted to add about
2: this? No, I think we covered almost everything just from my side, as you then have just showed. The platform is really the very easy way to get access to portfolios, to browse, to make bid, to purchase, to communicate, and to exchange files. So and we just really to, would like to see either experienced buyers and buyers who consider this as a new way, new investment opportunity, just to try the backspot and see how it works and something i
0: might not have mentioned also our platform is free to join you pay nothing until you actually win an auction and purchase a portfolio at which the commission that we talked about comes in so the three things that we really want to stress about our platform are how user-friendly it is how transparent It is because you can communicate directly with the sellers, see what the portfolio looks like, and the much wider access to a range of portfolios that you gain the second you join the platform. Your network just expands exponentially.
1: So we're talking today on the first day of Q4 of 2020. When do you expect the first US auction of debt to show up on your platform there?
0: So we're thinking auctions will begin in early November. Hopefully in November 1 start to make things every nice and nice and organized. Cool. Yeah.
1: Well thanks guys. I really appreciate you coming on here. If you're listening to this somewhere, if you can go to distresspro.com/debexpert. It's like dead expert only drop the T. And we'll have a full transcript over there, as well as some other accompanying documents to summarize this whole thing for you. In case there's anything that you missed, there'd be notes over there. But otherwise, guys, I really appreciate you coming on here and talking about something that really most of us probably didn't know much about before today and introducing another avenue for folks to profit in this really wild economy and market.
0: Yes, and With the pandemic, the industry is seeing a lot more activity recently.
1: (laughs) It would be a good
2: time to have cash, I think. Yes. (laughs) Ivan, was there anything else you wanted to add? No, I just want to say thank you for inviting us. It was a really great time and just welcome all users on the platform. Great. Hopefully we'll talk again soon.
1: Hey, this is Breck Palumbo, founder of DistressPro.com. Are you ready to take your real estate or note business to the next level? We'll show you how to start sourcing discounted and distressed off-market deals direct from institutional sellers. Visit GoBankDirect.com today and learn how to take control of your deal flow and profit in any market. Go now to GoBankDirect.com.